Consciousness is always evolving and our present perception becomes our conscious reality. Is life happening for you or is it happening to you? A life of authenticity is a life of skillfully practicing your values. You are perfectly human and even when we stumble, we still stumble forward. If you seek truth and move in love, then your family. I invite you to have a seat at our table. You are listening to an authentic outlier, the nocturnal therapist himself, Harry Turner. All right, everybody. This is the nocturnal therapist, and I have with me my my, my sister, my uh, my blood sister. Thea, you want to introduce yourself to the people? Yes, my name is Thea. I am currently, I, of course, I work a nine to five to get S done, and then I also um, am the founder of Solus Beauty beauty products that are effortless and seamless, and current upcoming author, and that should be coming out really soon. Yes, yes. Those big things are happening over here on the on the Turner's end, you know. Like I said, you know, I hustle for my last name, not my first. We all coming up, you know. And so I'm happy to be on here today, my first, our first broadcast on Clubhouse. A lot of people have been telling me that that you know I needed to get on here and try it out. So this is my first one. Now, currently, and I want this on wax. Currently, we have how many people do we have in the audience there? Two. Who the two are? Me and you. <laughs> <laughs> And this is our first broadcast, y'all, and it's just me and Thea in here. I don't know. We might have figured out this advertising thing, but I wanted to say that I will not be deterred by that at all because it's not about outcome. You got to detach yourself from outcome. You know, we just out here just to have a regular conversation and deliver these spiritual stakes out there, you know. And so whether we talking to ourselves or whether we talking to two million you know, it's going to be the same way, keeping it unapologetically authentic or as much as possible. All right. All right. Thea, how you feeling? What you do you want to say anything before we can jump right on into this? Because We ain't got much time. Oh, no. Thank you for the invite. I appreciate you thinking about me and awareness on this platform. So I'm good. Let's go. All right. All right. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you for accepting the invitation. The topic is stumbling forward. So I know what I think about when it comes down to stumbling forward. But Thea, I want to ask you first, what do you think about when it comes down to stumbling forward? That topic, that phrase, stumbling forward, what do you think about? When I hear stumbling forward, I think that no matter the situation, you have to basically keep moving. There is a reason for the stumble or the stumbling block or the impediment, whatever it is, there's a reason for it. And usually is to make you aware of something. And once you get that awareness, you need to pick up and keep it moving and keep going forward. Never stop because there is a design for everything that happens in your life. Mm, that design for everything that happens in your life. And, and look, you really have to dive deep in there when we say that, because, you know, many of us have suffered some pretty atrocious things in our lives, you know. And so I understand that we don't believe that, you know, some of these more atrocious acts like Hitler-esque type acts done against people happens for the people that's that's done against, you know, uh, torturing human beings. That is not at all what we're referring to when we're talking about that. But we are talking about the digital the the day-to-day decisions that we make based off of our principles or how far we've wavered from our principles that then results in suffering that we are actually chose for ourselves. That's that's the type of a stumbling we're talking about. And so Thea, what can cause us to stumble? 
not being aligned, um, not being focused, stepping away from the values, your 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 values and your beliefs, the core of who you are, stepping away from that and just just mm-hmm. just acting, not making the best of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not making the best what? Say that one more time. Not making the healthiest or the best decisions for you. Gotcha. That are aligned with your principles. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. That's right on that's right on par. You know, anything that causes us to stumble, anything when we, you know, feel these lower emotions coming on and we find ourselves in a place of the woods, neck of the woods that we just didn't know how we got there. And we feel that 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 lostness in a sense of uh, uh, hopelessness begin to set in. That's truly when we are the furthest away from who we truly are, you know, and usually it's in that space that we feel or experience great shame. But. Again, the topic is stumbling forward. You know, we are perfectly human. You know, that phrase was was given to me by one of my people, you know, and uh, and I just love that phrase because as human beings, we are flawed and fallible, meaning we will fall. We will fall. But when we fall, there's a way that we can even maximize the benefits we receive from falling. For example, on a stock market, they have, and I believe it's called, I'm not a guru, stock guru, but I believe it's called a chart where they believe a stock will fall. And it's because of this, the, the, their prediction of the stock falling that they bet against the stock. And actually several people have accumulated a great amount of wealth from betting against the stock, waiting for a stock to fall, you know? And so even in these times where we fall, there still can be great gain to be had. And that's what we mean by stumbling forward. So Thea, does that, you know, does that pretty much summarize it for you? Yeah, that everything that you stated, basically, that's, yeah, I'm in agreement with that. Okay. All right. Well, look. I definitely I'm going to rely on you because I, I've been studying this stuff for a minute, you know, and so I know I want to say, but definitely chime in and please ask me questions because the questions I know that you have is the same questions that other people listening to this in the future will have. So please ask me questions because I love to elaborate on those questions, you know. OK, we're getting into the three survival tools for stumbling forward. These are tools or strategies that you can use to survive stumbling forward. All right. So step number one, Nikes to get shit done. You got to have your fresh pair of Nikes to get shit done. Thea, what do you think about that when we talk about Nikes? I mean, talk to me. What's on your mind? <laughs> I mean, you got to lace them up. You got to lace those bootstraps up. You got to keep it moving regardless of if you're falling, failing, or what you consider to be failing, which could really be resulting in your progress or your healing. I mean, you have to you have to lace those shoes up and keep them moving regardless. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lace those shoes up and keep it moving regardless. So let me tell you something I learned later on in life that no one warned me about. And that is there was a situation where I thought I had caught that gout, y'all. I thought I caught that gout. See, down here, I know it's 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 gout. I, I could just say I thought I caught gout, but I'm going to say that gout because down here in the South, we have a particularly severe strain of gout that that tends to plague people of color. And so we call it that gout down here. All right. So I thought I had that gout. My feet was hurting every day. I was limping. You know, and I know I'm way too young to be having that gout. That is that is strictly from poor hygiene and, and 
poor health practices. So I'm upset. So I go to the doctor and I know I haven't been that, you know, I've, I've made poor choices, but I make more healthier than poor choices. So I go to the doctor and I'm trying to find out what's going on my feet. And uh, what they said that uh, I was suffering was something called plantar fasciitis that was causing the pain. And they put me on this anti-inflammatory medicine, anti-inflammation. And so after about a year of taking that, Someone told me, matter of fact, it was my old supervisor, Miss Tammy. She said, why don't you try just getting a new pair of shoes? Like, I thought it was plantar fasciitis for me, too. And this and that. And she was telling me and she was like, just just try buying some new shoes because sometimes your feet grow. Sure enough, I bought a new pair of shoes. And guess what? That pain that I thought was that gout. That pain that I was taking medicine for because my provider assumed, and I understand exactly why they assumed this, my provider assumed that it was plantar fasciitis. All it was was my foot growing and me not realizing that a foot can still grow as you age. That's one part of your body that still continues to grow as you age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so literally it was because my foot didn't have room to grow that was causing the pain. My foot was asking for a different environment, a new environment, you know, one way it can expand. What'd you say? A bigger one. You shrunk your foot. (laughs) There you go. There you go. So, you know, what do you you think about that? What you got to add to that? I think you can liken that to what we experience every day, where the environment that we're in sometimes causes us unnecessary things and causes us to believe that we're we're, we're who we are not. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And what do you mean by that? By the, you know, we believe who we, we are, who we are not. Because we believe that in that moment when we are adapting or responding to what is happening or what's in that environment, we think that that is who we are. But you, you're, you're acting out or me acting out maybe a result of me needing to be in a bigger shoe, a bigger yes. place, yes. a bigger environment, a more one that's more conducive to my growth. Yes. Because I can't stay in that shoe. I can't I don't fit. Yes, yes, yes. So you need you a new fresh pair of Nikes in order to get shit done. And so what I mean by that is exactly what you said right there. How many, you know, my, one of my favorite quotes is Small minds discuss people, average minds events, great minds ideas. Now, I just want y'all to, for, for, for those great thinkers out there, for those great minds out there, I just want you to take a moment and consider this. How many times have you experienced pain, internal conflict behind some nonsense that some small minded person in your circle has brought to your door? You know, and we love them, you know, that's why they are in our circle. But how many small minded people has brought things to you? But that's in your circle, because if they're in your circle, that means that they have access to you. And so if they have access to you, if they're in your circle, they are in your circle of influence. You know, I believe it was E.T. that said your network determines your net worth. Remember that. And so how many people within your circle think on a small minded level and disturb you as you try to accomplish these great ideas that you have? I, I, I tell my daughter this and I tell her this very often. You 
or and, I, and I've heard this numerous times. You have actually said as well. You are the sum total of your four closest friends. Hmm. So my daughter at the beginning of the school year, she's hanging with people that are trying to be cool. Hmm. Dummies, for lack of a better word, didn't care about the grades, didn't care about, you know, their appearance, the, the way that the teachers responded. They weren't even caring about any of that. They never talked about schoolwork, homework, anything. And then she had to change her sphere of friends, her her sphere of influence, and to girls who have now have A's and B's and, and it's reflecting on her in her grades. And so I tell her this all the time. You're the sum, you are the sum total of your closest friends. So if your closest friends are if there are four dummies, you're the fifth dummy. Hmm. If there are four Berniacs, you're the fifth Berniac. Hmm. You get to decide that though. Do you want to be the dummy? You want to be the cool person or do you want to be the intelligent person? Hmm. Hmm. So come on. Single mother laying it down, y'all. Single mother laying it down, you know, trying to take care of herself, not trying intentionally doing a great job of taking care of herself at the same time, taking care of the needs of, of, of her daughter, a teenager now. And at the same time, doing what's necessary to become an entrepreneur. She is a solopreneur, meaning that she 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 runs the show by herself, you know, until the team develops. Like I'm, there are people that come in and, and help out, I'm sure, as they do for all of us. But for the right. most part, she has been hustling. Uh, on her own, making all these things happen. And so this is wisdom right here, you know, for any mothers out there who are struggling, you know, with that particular area, you just heard an example of great wisdom. So please, please hold on to that. You know, don't just let that, that steak sit on your plate, you know, and go back or don't eat that up, you know? Yeah, yeah. You got to grab that fork and knife. You got to grab that fork and knife, you know? So number one, Survival tool for stumbling forward is make sure you get a fresh pair of Nikes so you can get some shit done. And again, remember my analogy of having my foot, my foot growing and expanding and me thinking that something is wrong with me, thinking I have that gout. And then my my, my nurse practitioner thinking that I had plantar fasciitis and got me on a, a, a type of medication for inflammation. When in reality, my foot had outgrown the size of my shoe. I just needed a bigger shoe. Some of y'all, all y'all need is just bigger minded people around y'all, you know, some of y'all, all y'all need is to move towards thinking bigger for yourself and for your experience and not be limited or place limitations on what you can do based off of what you experienced in the past. Get out of that negative feedback loop. Okay. So number two, you got to have a bad memory. Now I know what I got. My, my memory is sketch. My memory is, yeah. is quite sketch. But Thea, why do you believe that, that, or what comes to mind? You, you tell me. You have any questions about this or where you want to go with it? Statement, question, you lay it however. You know, I'm asking you questions, but I don't want to just ask you questions the whole time now. So, you know, what do you got in your mind when it comes down to step number two, having a bad memory? How can that be a survival tool for stumbling forward? I think having a bad memory can help because there's some things that you just don't need to rehearse in your mind. You don't need to continue to think about a bad decision or a bad time or because how can that how can that be fruitful? How can that help you in any way? So I think that having a bad memory and forgetting about some things and some people will actually produce the results that you're wanting to have versus what you're experiencing. Someone that I spoke to 
Uh, mm-hmm. One time when I was out and about on vacation, I like to talk to the locals. I like to talk to mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And, um, they told me about an, an experience with some people, and they're like, "Listen, you know, chatting back and forth." They're like, "Listen, I tend to bury people. I tend to bury them, give them a funeral, and forget that they exist because." For me, that's a way for me to move forward and to continue on my path versus dwelling. They know they're no longer existing. They're no longer there. So there's literally think about it. When people die, what beef can you have with that person? Mm-hmm. How can you be mad at them in any way? How can you have a feeling about them? They're gone. There's nothing. Literally, you'll never meet up with them. You'll never have a conversation with them. There's nothing to say. Mm-hmm. So. That person told me, hey, you got to bury some things. You got to bury some people and you got to move forward with that. And so what I'll say to that, thank you for that, for that jewel, those jewels, jewels. But what I'll say to that is some people, most people you'll just have to forgive, but some people you have to forget. Some people you got to learn to forget. And, you know, I'm grateful that I have... that my memory is kind of sketched, to be honest. I can even find gratitude in that because I have literally forgotten names and faces of people that have caused harm to me in the past. And in others, if I run into them by chance, it's 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 as if I'm seeing a stranger. I recognize the face of the stranger, but there's no emotions attached to it anymore. You know, they're just a stranger traveling through life just like me, you know? Right, right. And how can you have any type of emotion towards someone that you have never met? And also, I got to remember that they just like I have the power to choose a new uh, trajectory for my life. They also have the power to choose a new path. And hopefully they did choose a new path. So I don't know them either. You know, I mean, they don't know me either. I don't know them and they don't know me. You know, every day that we wake up, every day that I wake up, at least I have to reintroduce myself to myself because anything not growing is dead. And we'll be growing into the day that we die, like I always say. And so after not seeing people for for months or years or even a decade or two, uh, I don't know that person anymore. I could if, if I remember if the memory is still there, I can remember what I felt back then towards that person. But that was because of who I was back then and who they were back then. We're not living in back then. We're living in now. And I don't know this person anymore. And I have to acknowledge that. And they don't know me. And guess what? Because of that past history, I already know that. Well, whatever I can recall, I already know that we don't need to know each other anymore. <laughs> there's no there's no urgency or inclination to reintroduce myself to a stranger. You know, when right. it when it comes down to strangers, so you, go, ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. No, I want you to finish that, that thought because that could have been something. Okay. Yeah. When it comes down to strangers, you know, it's a feeling that you have on the inside that makes you or sort of kind of compels you, draws you into speaking to strangers, to a particular stranger, you know. And so if that is not there, then there's no reason for me to talk to a person. And and for more, for for sure, usually it's not there when you already had past history with the person, at least for me. For me, there's no curiosity, you know, with strangers, for me to talk to a stranger, there has to be some level of curiosity there. So not only are the emotions attached, but I no longer have a desire to communicate with this new stranger because there's no curiosity there. 
you know? So, yeah, or at least I not a... Get on, I, need to, I need to acquire that type of mindset. I need to adopt that as well. Because that makes so much sense when you're, when you're putting it in that way. Do you tell your time what to do? Or does your time tell you what to do? Are you living or are you merely existing? Are you constantly reacting or are you responding to life? Mixed beliefs create confusion. Confusion creates a life of stagnation. Desire change? Visit www.becomeanoutlier.com slash about. That is www.becomeanoutlier.com becomeanoutlier.com slash about, A-B-O-U-T, to start your journey. Stay tuned for more episodes and keep listening to the nocturnal therapist himself, Harry Turner.